Welcome to the Homeschool with Ease podcast. If you're looking for practical ways to teach your children, plan your curriculum, and gain the mindset you need for homeschooling, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Homeschool with Ease podcast. My name is Nancy McHale. I'm so excited to announce the opening of the Homeschool with Ease group membership. Now, I usually work one-on-one with homeschool parents, and I love it. I'm still going to continue doing that, but I did want to create a group and a support community where everybody can talk with each other, share ideas, ask questions on curriculum, strategies on teaching their kids in the best way, Um, just really having that support with one another and just a place where you can come and get the answers that you need and really feel like you are in a community of parents that are like-minded, that are at, at the same place as you and where you can really just connect and share ideas and get the answers you need. So what this includes is basically exclusive resources that I have for group members. And these resources will range from templates for planning curriculum or even planning out your schedule, um, maybe resources to help you teach your child, or even resources that you can use with your child, like learning resources. So that's all included. Um, We have a private community, so a special Facebook group just for group members where you can go in and chat with each other, ask questions, post, and I'm in there so that I can help kind of where when needed. We'll have special webinars. So these are exclusive for group members and they will be on different topics like strategies on teaching your child, um, how to motivate them, how to work through any learning struggles, different ways of teachers teaching. So these are special webinars for group members. We'll have weekly live coaching opportunities. So once a week, we'll have a time where you come in with other group members and I will be there and I will coach you Um, and I'll take questions and we'll talk about the things that are coming up for you that week. There will be recordings of everything and you will have on-demand coaching. So let's say you missed the live coaching or you can't wait for the next one and you really need an answer, you will have access to ask me questions in between the live coaching. So the membership starts August 15th, but enrollment closes August 12th. And once you sign up, you will get an email with further directions, and uh, the website is buildaproject.net slash group, and it's only $50 a month. Now, the one-on-one coaching is more, obviously, because it's one-on-one, but this way you will also be getting to know other parents and still getting the support that you need.
There's no need to spend hundreds of dollars on curriculum that may or may not work. Now, I know there's fantastic curriculum out there and some work really well. And I even help parents put together the curriculum that they have with their own personalized curriculum. I'm not against it, but I can help you find the right one or put together a curriculum that works for you and your child. So again, the website to sign up is buildaproject.net slash group. I really hope to see you there. I just know that this is something that you will gain so much out of and really get the support and the answers that you need. Today, I will be talking about the importance of practicing public speaking for your kids. According to SciComm.net, glossophobia or fear of public speaking is a very common phobia and one that is believed to affect up to 75% of the population. I know that this is a huge fear of people to get up in front of an audience and speak, or even sometimes to raise their hand in a crowd and answer a question. I don't know if you have ever felt this, but I sure have when I'm in like a class setting or a group setting and I have the answer, I have an opinion. I, for some reason, just get like butterflies in my stomach. I get really nervous at even the thought of raising my hand and giving an answer. Um, it used to be a lot worse, but now that I have had a lot of practice giving workshops and speaking, I am much better at it, but it still does get me nervous from time to time. And I think that a big problem or something that really could have helped me as a child is to practice public speaking much more than I did. And when I talk about public speaking, what I mean is getting up in front of people and speaking about a topic or about your opinion, um, even if it's reading a poem or just talking about your day, anything where it requires your child to get in front of somebody or a group to talk about something. So unfortunately, this does carry into adulthood as we know and will never be addressed or solved unless we help our kids practice it. And it is important, even if that's not going to be their career, it's still something that they can definitely practice and they can get better at because it's so important. Like I said, it's not just getting in front of a group. It's answering a question, speaking up for themselves. Those are all, those all require them to speak in front of people. So if they're afraid or they don't want to, they're not going to express their opinion, give their insight, their answers. It's going to hold them back. So it's really important that we help our kids practice from now so that they can feel more confident as they're when they become adults. So how can we help our kids overcome this fear? Like I said, the answer is to have them practice from now. And if they really get nervous about even just the thought of it, I would say start so small. 
Start so small and then gradually increase it. If they're comfortable, just have them do a whole presentation, which is great. But if they are not, which is okay, have them start small. Even if it's like getting up in front of the family and talking about their day. Or if they were getting up in front of a group of friends or if you're meeting with a co-op or in like a homeschool class, um, if they get up in front of everybody or they raise their hand um, and they just introduce themselves like that small and then increase it. But I would recommend for them to regularly practice this, maybe even once a week, even more if you can would be great. But if you make it a goal at once a week, they have to do something where it's speaking in front of someone else or a group, then that is really, really great. And you're going to set your kids up for major success in the future. So what are some of the things that your kids can present about? Well, they can present about first, like I said, if they're really nervous, they could just talk about something that's so familiar to them, just even introducing themselves or something that they like or uh, maybe something that they wrote, like a journal entry or a poem or a story. You can also have them present about what they've learned. So let's say you did a unit on gardening or a unit on human anatomy and you want them to put together a presentation or maybe just talk about what they've learned, that is something that they can do. Um, it, that would be considered more of like a formal presentation um, they, where they create maybe set like a PowerPoint or a poster or something where they talk about it and talk about what they've learned or something interesting that they've learned. They can also, at some point, you can have them practice and prompt you presentations where you just kind of give them a topic and they have to talk about it from their head. <laughs> they had they didn't plan it, they just talk about it. And that's really good practice as well. So the key is to really keep it consistent and practice. And when they get more comfortable, um, try having them present in front of their friends, their co like co-ops, family, any kind of group setting where people will listen sit and listen. It's always as much as you can get them to get up and present. And they can, in the beginning, you know, if they really need to, they can you read from paper or they can um, read from note cards. But I would encourage you to help them gradually get away from that or maybe just write bullet points on a note card and then kind of hopefully gradu gradually get to where they don't really need it as much. Maybe notes to refer to, but not necessarily like reading from a paper. And then little by little, they can work up to what a good presentation looks like, speaking comfortably without reading anything or just even having notes to refer to. So some ideas that you can do to kind of make it more fun and engaging to have them speak um, for like, let's say they're learning about weather, they can be the meteorologist for the day and have to like present a weather um, report. They can make a video about what they've learned. And that's also a really great way to get those kiddos that are really nervous about speaking in front of people 
maybe they can make a video first and that could be their way into practicing. Um, they can read a poem or a story. They can do skits. So that might also help because there's more than one person on stage. So they can do little skits with a partner or another person or a couple other people. They can be a news reporter. They can report about something that they've learned or make up an event about something that ties into what they've learned. So these are just some ways to make it a little bit more fun. The, all of these techniques and tips will definitely help them to set them up to speak much more confidently in the future. And like I said, presenting about something that they've learned um, or something that they did or they built is a really great place to start. So I have projects on my website and some of them do include for public speaking opportunities like the weather project does have a meteorologist activity where they have to plan out their report and actually present it. In the Native American project, they do ha have to plan a, plan a presentation and they create a children's book, so then they talk about that. So there are opportunities in the projects that I create, um, which are at buildaproject.net slash shop. But like I said, start small, even things that they have written about or just introducing themselves, and then work your way up from there. I hope this helps and I would love if you can rate this podcast and give me five stars to help grow the podcast. And if, if you ever have any questions at all, please reach out to me at nancy at buildaproject.net. And don't forget to sign up for that group membership, which is at buildaproject.net slash group. Bye for now.